6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Here at home, the town of Edson reminding the rest of Alberta today that homelessness is not just an urban issue. In fact, the mayor of Edson says it's been a growing problem in his community over the past few years. Mayor Kevin Sahara says a long-term plan is needed to address the issue, one that focuses on transitional housing. We've heard that before. In the meantime, the community has come up with a first-of-its-kind emergency shelter initiative for the unhoused in Edson. It is called shelter pod what is it let's find out mayor zahara joins us this afternoon welcome to the show thank you so much jaylen nice to talk with you um i i was on facebook last night uh saw something really really interesting about um one of the ways that your community is trying to help the unhoused population the homeless population in edson and i thought it was a really really interesting idea and so that's why i'm calling you up this afternoon uh, to talk more uh, about this tell us um first off a little bit about about the situation the homeless uh, the unhoused situation in Edson. What are what are those numbers looking like? What have what has the community been faced with over the last while? So homelessness, I think, has always been an issue in our community. We've certainly seen it become more acute over the last number of years and more visible in our community. You know, uh, previously, um, those that were unhoused stayed in, you know, places like the post office or uh, sometimes uh, housed together in apartments, etc. And uh, some of those spaces are no longer available. So they're they're more visible on the streets of Edson. A lot of people couch surf. Um, some are living in um, vehicles um, and others are, when the elements get bad outside, they are staying in sheds, breaking into private property sheds and just trying to find any place to go um, to get out of the elements. And in rural Alberta, there is like zero um, supports available, um, emergency shelter space. Uh, and in our community, um, at the peak a couple years ago, we were up to what was estimated 120 homeless individuals on the streets of Edson. Um, so on a per capita basis, you know, that's very similar to Vancouver or Edmonton. And uh, we just don't have the supports. We don't have the social workers, the outreach workers, um, the treatment facilities. Um, you know, we don't have places like Boyle Street to, to yeah. assist. So uh, a really big problem. And uh uh, a couple winters ago, uh, we had a huge cold snap. It was like minus 40 outside with windshield minus 45. And our council said, we need to do something. This is not acceptable. Uh, we don't want to see somebody dying on, on the street. So we sh- uh, started what was called the Out of the Cold Initiative, which was basically a small um, office-type trailer, very small, uh, where people could go to get out of the elements. But it was only open in extreme weather conditions, and the, the location wasn't ideal. Uh Obviously, people don't want these types of facilities next to them uh, in residential areas and, of course, the business community. So uh, location uh, was also a concern. So we did that uh, two years ago. And then last winter, uh, we had, of course, COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, having people housed in a, in a confined space like that, not really COVID safe. And we were really scratching our heads on what to do. So then you came up with something called shelter pods. Tell us, tell us about this. Where did you come up with the idea? Where did you find out about it? How do they work? So this is the interesting piece. So uh, full credit uh, 
goes out to um, the Edson Recycling Society in Anoriate, who's the manager there. A lot of the homeless population was uh, staying in that area. Uh, they would climb into recycling bins, and then staff would have to deal with that situation in the morning. It wasn't a, a safe situation. So Anne came up with this idea of maybe converting one of the buildings at the Recycling Society, taking a portion of it um, to create some sort of emergency shelter space. She contacted uh, the Housing Plus case manager at uh, the Edson French Center, Erica Stokoy-Pennings, who deals with the homeless population. And from there, uh, they connected with the uh, Staff Sergeant Christian Delisle from the RCMP and our local health inspector, uh, Christine Gillum. And they formed a committee uh, and uh, came up with this concept of converting our plastics building at a recycling society uh, to some individual pods in which... Uh, those that are on the streets can go and sleep for the night. They would be secure. Uh, they'd get people out of the elements. Uh, but one of the key things, uh, which is really important for municipalities or sizes, we can't have these spaces um, staffed uh, because it becomes way too expensive. So these are very self-sufficient uh, because they are controlled by electronic keypads. Um, and all and a volunteer on a phone um, just opens them up when uh, when people call and uh, they're able to go and access those pods so uh, they came to council uh, councils really struggled with this issue uh, they were asking for a little bit of seed funding uh, the initial uh, projected cost on this project was $64,000 and council says you know what we're going to fund the whole thing um, and get these things built um, and as a pilot project and it just grew from there we've seen businesses individuals organizations donate the federal government reaching home fund through the rural development network also made a sizable contribution and uh, this week we we celebrated its opening. And Mayor, the Mayor of Edson, Kevin Zahara, joining me this afternoon. Uh, Mayor, so how many pods are there? So there are five individual pods, and they're just enough space for somebody to lay down and have uh, sleep and get out of the elements. There's a, a, a mattress-type pad uh, where they can sleep on. There's a garbage container. There's actually USB ports, so if they have a phone, uh, they can charge their phone, and it's all ventilated and regulated, uh, the air system, um, and uh, really just a, a great way for um, those that are on the streets to feel secure. Um, and one of our main hopes in this is that we're going to see reduced calls for service uh, mm-hmm. through the RCMP, less uh, people ending up in hospital with frostbite and uh, things of that nature. And these are available year-round. They're not just in extreme weather conditions. Uh, it'll be open year-round. Who, who takes care of them? How often are they cleaned? I know there the, there were, you know, I saw some comments about, you know, are they going to, you know, are they going to get abused? Are they going to get, you know, torn up? Whatever, you know. Have you had any issues so far? Well, it's it's been open for 30 days, and we haven't had any major issues. Um, we have a uh, the, the committee is uh, has a cell phone, so it's on between 8 and 11 p.m. That's when uh, these individuals can uh, sign in for a pod. There's a button on the side of the building that they push that automatically connects with the volunteers, and then they've contracted or hired uh, somebody to clean the pods each day. Just a little bit too cumbersome for volunteers to do each day, uh-huh. um, and with the funding that has been raised are able to do that um there's cameras on site um and there's procedures in place to ensure that um 
these spaces are are respected and used appropriately. You have uh, said, Mayor, that this is not a hotel. This is not <laughs> this is not the answer, uh, a long term answer to the issue in your community. But it is a start to deal with the immediate issue. What does the community need long term? So long term, what we need is transitional housing, um, and that's where the other levels of government really need to step up to the plate. Um, getting them housed on an emergency basis is is the first step. Uh, hopefully, with some good sleep and feeling secure, some uh, better deci- decisions can be made. And then, if they they want the support. Um, if we can get them into transitional housing, I think that's the next step. If you can have people housed, you can deal with the other issues. But until you look after that piece, uh, it's really hard to get control of the situation. Obviously, mental health and addictions is a major uh, piece of this. And uh, so I think longer term, that's what we'll be looking uh, towards. Um, and we also know that um, this the, the shelter pods have been open for about 30 nights now uh, with 99 stays. 18 unique individuals have been served. Many of those people that have been served have not connected with the homeless worker before. So these are people that we didn't even know were out there on the streets. Uh. Um, so it's a major issue. And we're in the middle of summer. So we're, we're concerned of what winter is going to look like. So uh, conversations are already starting on, you know, what does phase two look like? And so, yeah, what does phase two look like then, Mayor? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. You know, there's only so much capacity and only so much we can do. Um, we're very fortunate. We have a number of organizations in our community that uh, provide different types of supports. Uh, we created the Mental Health Addictions and Homelessness Task Force a couple years ago with representatives from Alberta Health Services, the RCMP, Reflections, uh, which is a great organization in our community. They provide meals, showers, and laundry services. They're located just a couple blocks away from the shelter pods. Of course, the Friendship Center uh, uh, does a lot of work with the homeless. And uh, so all these organizations are collaborating and coordinating and uh, Hopefully, um, we're on the road to some better outcomes from those that uh, find themselves on the streets of Edson. This could be a really great option for other communities as well, uh, rural communities, smaller cities. Is is uh, are, are you are you are you getting the word out? You know, obviously, you're doing this radio interview today, but are other communities coming to you saying, "Hey, what is this? What's going on? How do we do this?" Absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm connected with a lot of mayors in the region um, and, and throughout the province. And I know that, you know, from Laclavish County to Wetaskiwin, uh, throughout the province, Athabasca, uh, homelessness is a major issue and, and communities uh, in, rural, in rural settings really struggle with it. This is a cost effective, low, I would say, intensive from a staff perspective to, to, uh, to do. Uh, but you need people in the community that are going to take charge. Uh, and I think that's one of the things our, our town council really appreciated with this project. It was a community-led initiative uh, with pe- people from different organizations coming together. The RCMP have been absolutely amazing. Alberta Health Services, uh, Municipal Affairs, for example, when we're doing the construction, um, 
this is a first of a kind initiative and, and they were able to help us through some regulatory uh, issues for building codes. Um, so if we can, we're, we're going to see this is a pilot project, so we're still working out the kinks, but if it's successful, we certainly hope other communities will take advantage of it. And I know it's been shared over 1,300 times on Facebook and other communities are, are starting to ask questions on, hey, how did you do it and what can we do? You must be very proud of your community. Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Thank you for sharing the details on, on Shelter Pod and uh, congratulations. We'll look forward to see how uh, it continues to unfold in your community. Community. Thanks for taking the time this afternoon. Jalen, thank you so much for bringing awareness to this issue. And once again, I just want to give a huge shout out to our committee of Anna Oriette, Erica Snook Pennings, Christian DeLong, Christine Gillum, who really made this happen.